0: Defining the value of something can often be a difficult thing to accomplish. Let's say you're looking at a house that's around 2,000 square feet. That could be worth different amounts based on if you're in one location versus another. You might be in the middle of Canada and the prairies and it might be a lot cheaper than if you're on the coast near the ocean. Eating at an expensive restaurant that serves tiny portions of handcrafted culinary treats may not be worth much to someone that's used to eating at an all-you-can-eat buffet. And paying 99 cents for an app may sound really expensive if you're used to all the free alternatives out there, even if it saves you hours a day in productivity. So value is clearly relative. The problem is when it comes to defining your self-worth. We default usually to comparing it to our net worth. In this episode, we're going to be exploring how to detach your self-worth from your net worth. I'm Amin Ahmed, and welcome to Be Well, Do Well. Before we can explore how to detach our self-worth from our net worth, let's actually define what net worth is. According to investopedia.com, your net worth is the value of your assets minus the liabilities that you owe. So jewelry, art, your cars, houses, these are all assets that you own. Mortgages, credit card debt would all count as your liabilities. When we look at your net worth, It all comes down to the material things that you own. Now you can probably see where I'm going with this. Self-worth is so much more than just the material things that you own. In psychology, self-worth lies at the very core of who we are. It defines our thoughts, our feelings, and our behaviors. Self-worth itself is a really tricky concept to grasp as there are so many different interpretations of how to determine this intangible idea that we put on ourselves as self-worth. Common measures, like I mentioned earlier, the things that you own, that we use to determine our self-worth could also include your physical appearance, who you know, what you do for a living, and so forth. However, all of these are dependent on external factors. If your house burns down or you lose your job, would your self-worth then decrease? There's gotta be a better way. The key to understanding self-worth is really in self-awareness. Knowing yourself, who you are, and who you want to be is one of the most important factors in understanding your own worthiness. When you can accept who you are at this moment in time, acknowledging all your strengths, all of your weaknesses, and you start to see the full potential of who you really are, this is where self-worth is actually born. I've mentioned in many episodes before that we have a planner. It's called the Be Well, Do Well Planner. And we take this concept of self-worth very seriously. We implemented it and designed it right into the planner itself. You start your day by writing down what you envision your future life to look like in six months. This is specifically designed to tap into that hidden potential, as I just mentioned. If your self-worth is based on external factors, then there's this big disconnect. However, If your self-worth is tied to your potentiality, your potential of who you can be and who you can actualize yourself to be, this is what causes you to feel more worthiness and for your self-worth to increase. And so we designed the daily planner to include a section where you type in or you write in what your life is going to look like in six months. This is really tapping into the hidden potential of who you really are. You can download the planner from our website. BeWellDoWell.fm and just click the link for Planner in the navigation, or I'll put the link down below in the show notes. I hope this has been helpful. It's a short episode, but I definitely wanted to talk about this today because there's too much going on right now where people are tying their self-worth to their net worth, and you see the results of that as mental health issues. You see suicide amongst teens. That's really unfortunate. But you also see just generally people are not as happy. And if we disconnect ourselves from what we own and start to own ourselves and the potential that we have, this is really what causes our self-worth to go up. In the next episode, I'm going to be talking about one of my favorite concepts of no hurry, no pause. I hope you'll be able to join me for that episode tomorrow. Thanks again for making the Be Well, Do Well podcast a part of your day, and I'll see you tomorrow.